0: so at this time of year, there's a lot to celebrate. There's a lot going on. Downtown's booming. The beach is, there's stuff, all kinds of parades and Santa's showing up everywhere. And and there's just a a lot of joy. And in the story that we read together, there's a lot of joy. And I want to read that, that first verse, Luke 2, verse 10, if we could put it on there. The angel said to them, speaking to the shepherds, I bring you good news that will cause, cause great joy for all people. And so I think that's one of the things that we really want to experience during Christmas. Something we hope for, something we pray for. It, it's a candle. It's, it's probably on a pillow somewhere in your, in your house if you decorate for Christmas. But I want to read the two verses before that. So if you could give me the two verses before that, let's start in verse eight. And then there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. They were doing their job like they've always done. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were ecstatic. No, (laughs) what does that say? They, They were terrified. And that's like a, I mean, that they, were, they were scared out of their wits. It means that, you know, fight and flight, fight or flight kicked in in these shepherds. I've never seen an angel, but every time an angel shows up, people freak out. And what I want to talk about going into the Christmas season, to Christmas Day, are the untold stories of Christmas, We have the stories that um, Caitlin's family, her grandfather, every year would read the Christmas story. We just read it together with the kids, and there was a lot of laughing, and there was a lot of joy, and there was a lot of good. But in between the lines, some of the spots that we read over are the fact that there was a lot of other things happening in this story. And I think this time of year, and I've had the privilege to sit down with a lot of folks in our church, I love hearing people's stories. I love sitting over coffee or lunch with people. And if we're really honest with one another, this is, this is one of those seasons where there's high highs and there's low lows. There's great joy, but there's also the remembrance of either loss or there's pain, there's confusion sometimes, there's anxiety, there's a lot of you know, other emotions going on. And, and for the shepherds, the announcement was great joy, but what they were feeling was terror. In that moment, if we could go back, if we could be there, if we have the opportunity to speak with one of those shepherds one day, before the great joy came, there was some fear. And, and when that announcement came, the, the, the first reaction of these shepherds the shepherds were, they were terrified. They, they didn't know what was going on. You know, I mean, they had kind of been in, you know, just taking care of their sheep for years and years and years. And the thing about shepherds is these are, these are tough guys. These are, they lived outside with the animals, with the sheep. They, they knew how to, you know, triage an animal. They, I mean, these were tough men that, that their occupation and career was outside. You now these, you know, and, and so whatever happened during this season, this announcement, this uh, that was bringing great joy in the moment they were feeling a little scared. Mary, again, the, the part of this Christmas story that's not told. We read, and you know, most major scenes that we see, Mary's happy, she's smiling. You know, we, we have one above our, our little fireplace, and everybody just seems really stoked, you know. There's this little baby. Even the animals are smiling, you know. And, but the untold story of Mary was that she had to walk around, and people were talking about her. I mean, imagine that. Imagine being this young girl engaged and explaining to your family that you were pregnant with God's baby. And so she was wrestling with things internally that nobody else knew that she was wrestling with. She was carrying around things and smiling on the outside and sitting down at the table with her family and and playing the part that she needed to play. But on the inside, there was some turmoil going on. Again, in our Christmas story, we kind of read through this, but it says, Mary, during this season, leading up to that great joy moment, she was keeping all these things inside to herself, She deep down inside. And maybe this Christmas season, or maybe you came in here this morning, and you've got some things that you're holding and nobody knows about. You can't tell anybody. You're going through some things that maybe you, you're, you don't want to share at the Christmas table. You don't want to share with everyone. And I, and I want you to feel this, and, and I want to talk about it, because every one of these folks that were a part of this Christmas story had so much other things going on in their life, right in the middle of the joy. The last one I want to talk about is Joseph. Joseph was, let's just read it together in Matthew 1. Because God talked to Mary first and let Joseph sit a little bit. and So everybody's celebrating, the ham's getting cooked, we're eating good food, all this stuff's going on. But Joseph said, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, he didn't want to expose his wife to public disgrace, he had in mind to just divorce her quietly, I'm sure he hadn't told anyone that. This is the kind of season where we walk around with things that nobody else knows about. You know, they, they say the silent resignation is a, is a big new word in our culture, that people are just, you know, resigning internally. They're just disconnecting, disconnecting from work, disconnecting from family. Well, Joseph was, was secretly inside. He was saying goodbye. He, he'd kind of given up on Mary. He didn't believe this story. I mean, that would be really hard for me to believe. I mean, come on, let's be real. That'd be be incredibly hard for me to believe that, okay, hang on a second, God God did what? (laughs) And so Joseph, rather than making a big deal about it, rather than making a big public thing about it, he just secretly, quietly was saying goodbye to Mary. And the thing about this season that I'm finding just from experience and hearing everyone's story, they said, don't, I don't think we have more problems during Christmas season or more pain. I just think we feel it more. We feel it more. Because there, there's a lot of good happening and there's a lot of joy happening. There's a lot to celebrate going on, but we're also feeling these, these emotions of, of doubt that, you know, you can't always be on the mountaintop. And then there's things that, you know, when we sit down with family and we sit down together, there's stuff that we're reminded about. The untold stories of Christmas. I remember when Caitlin was, was she was nine months pregnant with, our, with Asa kind of hit up here today. Last last year, he was uh, all over the place, but he's and and we, uh, you know, we tried a long time to have a child. And I'll remember, I will never forget the morning that she woke me up about three a.m. She said, "Hey, my my water broke," and I didn't quite know what that meant. So I, you know, she she got up and I, I knew where the go bag was. And all and all and all this stuff and I and, and she seemed like she was, you know, pretty good. And so uh, I said, Okay, okay, your water broke. What you know, just tell me explain that to me like I'm a, a first grader. <laughs> and, and you know, it's like, Well, you we got, got about twenty-four hours, and so we we gotta we gotta get to the hospital and but it's not a big hurry. I said, Okay. Well, like any good husband, I, I was like, I'm gonna go get rested up. And so I went <laughs> and laid back down in the bed and fell asleep. I'm embarrassed to say that. I mean, I, I had everything ready. We had the room was ready. We've been preparing and but the reality of it was uh you know, I <laughs> once she, you know, woke me up and explained to me this is I got to go to the hospital. I was like, "Oh, okay. That's that's where we are." Uh you know, we grabbed the go bag. I you know, drove up to to Baptist, left the car running in the front underneath the the overhang. Like it, the urgency kind of had kicked in and but I'll never forget, we got in the room, and Caitlin is the toughest person I've ever met in my life. She is, she is incredibly strong. And we, we got in the room, and, and she had decided to, to do this naturally. You know, when I go to the hospital, I'm like, give me all the drugs. All right? <laughs> like, you got new drugs? I'll try them. You know, like, sis, like, I, I mean, whatever. Uh, but she was, you know, she was like, I'm gonna do it. You know, her sister did it that way. So it was like a competition, I don't know. But uh, no, anyway, she, so she, um, there was a moment where she sat up and, and, and she said, I, 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 don't, I can't do this, can't do this. I mean, I'm, it's too much, I don't know if I can do this. And honestly, I'd forgotten about that. The Bible says it this way, John 16, a woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come, but when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. And so joy, I'm finding that joy sometimes needs pain to give it birth. And when we walk through this season and this Christmas season, it's okay to feel pain. It's okay to grieve loss. It's okay to not always feel like, you know, the 13 dinners that you got to go to and Christmas parties. It's okay to not want to do that. It's okay to, to experience this, this, this terror that the shepherds felt. It's okay to walk through these seasons of holding things internally that you haven't told anyone and you're feeling it and it's real to you, but you're afraid to really tell people what you're feeling and what you're experiencing and, or maybe even afraid to tell people what God's saying to you, like Mary or Joseph who had checked out from his marriage. You didn't think he could keep going and he was just keeping it to himself. He was smiling at the table, I'm sure, Shaking hands and going to work like everything was okay, but but he was experiencing pain and the thing about joy, you know happiness is a feeling joy is a decision you know the, joy is a a choice before it's a consequence it's a decision that when i'm feeling pain, that when i'm going through these confusing times that I think if we're honest with each other, we've all been there or we're there right now. It's the determined decision to worship God in your pain. It's the decision, if I could get some piano on me, it's a decision like, you know, because the manger scene looks so clean and so happy and so nice, but I mean, it was an animal trough. He was wrapped in... And and clothes, you know, cloths that they used to milk the cows with. I mean, if we can walk into that scene, it was smelly, it was dangerous. (laughs) There was a lot happening and a lot of emotions going on. But what everyone decided to do in that manger scene that brought the joy of the Lord into their life was focus on that little baby in that manger, even when they were doubting. Even when the people that they thought were supposed to be there weren't there. Even when internally they had checked out and still didn't know if they believed this was real. Still didn't know if they believed that this was God's child. There was doubts, there was fear, there was pain. And So I'm starting to look at pain in my life not as a curse, but it's a gift. That pain is a pathway to joy. And all the women in here that have given birth, I, I don't know what that's like, but, but you know that it, leading up to that moment, it's so scary and it's so fearful. And, and the strongest person that I know was at a point of like, I don't think I can do this, but it goes away when you get on the other side of it. And I think that's the Christmas message that, that I need to hear this season, that it's okay to feel disconnected. It's okay to feel confused. It's okay, okay to be angry that somebody that was there at the Christmas table last year is not going to be there this year. But it's a reminder. This season is a reminder that the worst thing is never the last thing. In your life and in my life that we can walk through seasons, seasons of pain and moments of loss and struggle and quietly check out from family and friends and still have joy. I don't wanna to lie to you. I wish that I could say that I was happy all the time. And, and, and I, I wish that I could say that this season was a, like just a mountaintop experience for me all the time, but, but it's not. And I, and I think if, if you could share your story with me, you'd say the same thing. But what we come to church to do it's to not fake it like everything's okay. We come to church to tell our bodies and to tell our minds and to tell our soul in the midst of everything going on around us, I'm gonna to choose to worship God. I'm gonna to choose to worship God. The moments where I don't wanna get up and go to church, the days where I don't wanna get up and, and I, I just don't believe any of this, the days where I feel like giving up more than going on, I'm gonna tell my mind and my soul and my body, I'm gonna worship the Lord. And it's in those moments when you can push through where great joy comes. The psalmist said, weeping may endure for a night, one moment, but joy is coming. And So this morning, if you would, I want you to just bow your head and and we're going to get to apply this together because I know some of you may have come in maybe a little heavy this morning. Maybe you've come in and, and you are, you're you're feeling the, the pain of the season right now, just like Mary, just like Joseph, just like the shepherds. They were scared. They were reserved. They were internalizing their feelings. They were frightened. There was all these mo- emotions mixed in, but there was a moment where they all said, you know what? I'm gonna stop looking at that and I'm gonna look to this baby in a manger. I'm gonna choose to worship God so God, I just pray for every person in this room that's feeling the joy, but they're maybe feeling the pain of loss, the pain of walking through this, this Christmas maybe without somebody that used to be there. And Lord, we just pray that in this moment, as we worship you, that your joy would become so real in our lives. That God, as we choose this morning to focus on you, I just pray for an overwhelming joy to flood the heart and the soul and the minds of your people. That's what separates us from the world. We don't grieve like the world, those that don't have hope, but we know that all things work together for good. We know that joy is on the other side of this struggle. And so Lord, we choose today to worship you in the good and the bad, in the valley on the mountaintop, we worship.